The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. And this is Rev. Jackie Fernandez, and we are live from the tower here at the Sacred Grounds of Unity Village, where it is a cold and blustery day. So if you are with us today, I hope you have a warm cup of tea and maybe a sweater, unless you're somewhere on a beach in a swimsuit and making me super jealous. But I have with me today the... Amazing, Katie Coons, editor in chief of Unity Magazine. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you, Jackie. It's a real honor to be here. Oh, I'm so thrilled that you agreed to be on the show. There's so much, so many good things happening for Unity Magazine, and uh, we're going to get to all of that. But first, I want to read down your bio, just the truncated version. Um, Katie Kuntz has been the editor-in-chief of Unity Magazine since October 2013 and writes the Q&A cover feature for each issue, which is super cool. We're going to hear more about uh, sort of behind the scenes and what that process is like for you. A Unity student for more than 30 years, Kate, so basically since she was an infant. (laughs) Right. (laughs) A young child. Katie is a member of Unity Transformation in Knoxville, Tennessee, and a freelance writer, editor, and author who has edited books for New York Times bestselling authors, um, Christine, is it Christine or Christiane? Christiane. Christiane Northrup, Joe Dispenza, and Anita Morjani, among others. Those are some pretty big names, Katie. Her byline has appeared in Reader's Digest, Parade, The New York Times, The Washington Post, Health, Women's Day, Self, Playboy, National Geographic Traveler, and numerous others. We're going to hear more about Playboy. This year, she was named to the Folio 100 list, an honor in the publishing industry. And there's, you know, that's not the end of that story for Unity Magazine uh, regarding Folio and Aussie Awards. So let's hear more about that. Welcome, 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 Katie. Let's talk about Playboy. I mean, you know, people are just going to be wondering about that if we talk about anything else. So let's just get that. (laughs) Absolutely. I actually worked for a magazine called Playboy Playboy Fashion in New York City. Playboy um, was headquartered in Chicago and Playboy Fashion was out of New York City. And as I like to explain it, this is the best way to explain it. Playboy Fashion was about men putting clothes on instead of women taking them off. So we run a very clean office. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, you have so much experience and so many people that you've crossed paths with and worked with. Um, so what brought you? How, how did you get the gig with Unity Magazine? Well, I had been a Unity student for quite some time and, and was really interested in New Thought and was already working with a lot of New Thought authors. And so it was it was my interest and my passion and my genre. And I got a call telling me from a friend of mine telling me I just, Bill Angelo, who you know as well, oh, yeah. uh, saying that there was an opening at Unity. And first of all, she said, um, do you know what Unity is? And I started laughing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know what Unity is. <laughs> a Unity student, of course I know what Unity is. And she said, oh, that's great. Um, because she was doing some work for Unity and the editor had uh, had turned in her resignation and they were looking for a new editor. And uh, And so that's how it all started. That's amazing. 
And so what what was your vision? What did you well actually let's back up a little bit. How did you come to so you were already you were already in the Unity world. How did you come yes. how did you come to Unity? How did you just first discover it? Well, the thing is I, I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I've I've been here now for I've sort of lost track since nineteen eighty eight. But I moved from New York City. And when I lived in New York, Eric Butterworth was still preaching. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't even know who he was or who Unity was. I didn't find out about Unity until I moved to the buckle of the Bible Belt here uh, in Knoxville. Uh, I mean, Eric Butterworth is one of my favorite. Just, you know, of course, Unity minister for many years, as you said, in New York City. But also he's written many books and uh, just scrumptious. I know, and I, I never had the opportunity to hear him. But, uh, but a friend, like the first year that I moved here, I was looking for a church, but you know, I didn't really fit with most most churches. And I thought I was the oddball, right? I didn't think other people thought these weird things that I thought. And, uh, and so I was saying to somebody, oh, I'm looking for the like least objectionable church I can find. I, you know what? I mean, no disrespect to church. It's just that I didn't feel like a real strong affinity, you know. Uh-huh. I had to kind of filter the message so that it would make sense for me. And uh, and someone said I was describing, you know, what what my views were. And someone said, "Oh, well, you need to go to Unity." And I said, <laughs> "What's that?" <laughs> so uh, so they told me, and I I went on Sunday. And at that time, it was a it was a different uh, in a different place. It was in an A-frame house in the middle of the woods, and it was surrounded by trees, and it had a, a deck, and there was a railing around these picture windows in the sanctuary, and you could see squirrels running on the deck rails, and so it was very peaceful and very, uh, very beautiful. And uh, and I didn't know what to expect, and I was you know kind of new to Knoxville as well, and I walk in and sit down, and the service starts, and when it came time for the minister to do his talk, he referenced Mother, Father, God. And I remember that specifically. I mean, there were lots of things he said that made sense to me. But when he, I never heard a minister in church say, Mother, Father, God. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I, I knew I was home when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Least objectionable, weird. <laughs> these are like great taglines. We're going to have to just start working with these. <laughs> well, I knew these were my people. And I was just so pleased that, you know, I wasn't I wasn't the only person <laughs> floating yeah. out there with these strange ideas so uh, so yeah I just I was really happy to find unity I love it love it well we are happy you found unity I mean what an amazing contribution you are making to the movement uh, through your work with unity magazine um, so yes. let's talk about that like what what did you um, come to when you came into your position as chief editor what was the situation and and then how did you develop a vision for the magazine well, the editor had left, I don't know, a couple months before. And so they had, there was one issue in between her last issue and my first issue that the, the rest of the folks there at Unity just, you know, had to do their best to put out. So, so there wasn't any kind of a transition where I learned from her or found things out from her. We didn't have any kind of a, of, of, um, a backlog of articles. There was, you know, nothing prepared nothing ready to go it's just sort of uh, jump in uh, baptism by fire jump in yeah. with both feet and uh and and make it work and i came to the village for uh for a couple of days when i first started in october and met everybody and met uh, the campus is so amazing oh, yeah. i totally fell in love with yeah. the campus yeah 
and uh, and everybody here was it was just so wonderful and it was okay so we had this magazine what do we want it to be uh, what do we want it to say and how do we want to say it and how are we going to um, attract readers and serve them and uh, give them the information that they need to make their lives work better and um, so it was it was a very immersive experience <laughs> yeah and it, it took a little while to to figure out exactly how we were going to do it uh, you know, just like, you know, an issue or two, uh, we started got moving in the direction I was hoping we would move in. And we just kept uh, kept moving in that direction and, and kept evolving. And we've had a couple uh, redesigns since then. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some uh, some team changes, some staff changes. But uh, everybody who works on this magazine puts their whole heart into it and does a phenomenal job. And I am so proud of the of the team and so proud of the work that they do. And um, And I'm just... I always say, everybody always laughs at me because I say it all the time. I love my job. Yes. Yes. Me too. I love your job and my job. <laughs> but And for let's fill in the gap, though, for, you know, some of the listeners who may not realize. So I serve here at Unity World Headquarters as Director of Multimedia Services. So I have the design team, the audio video team, and uh, right now I have the product development as well as social media. So uh, the designers work very closely with you. Um, in creating the magazine, so we get we you know we are in the same department and um, and we get to work together. So um, that's and which is super fun. And you know the magazine itself is such a creative outlet, such a creative outlet for the designers. So I mean it really is like when you say that everybody puts their whole heart into it. It's you know in every aspect, um, it really is. A heart and soul issue, which, you know, I believe here, um, the work, and well, it's true for everyone, but I really um, talk about it a lot that, you know, we infuse our work, you know, with our consciousness. And so that putting that power of creativity into into the work, you know, then extends to the people who experience the magazine and the finished product. And I know you um, have the same, you know, sort of ideology around uh, choosing the covers, you know, all of the content for it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I really, um, and, and that process is something that takes, that goes on kind of behind the scenes because we jump into the next issue, but I've already been thinking about it because, yeah. you know, I've done the interview and chosen the person and everything. Oh, and for sure. And it's a bit of a balance. You know, I, I, I want to bring, uh, I, I want to bring fresh, fresh ideas to our audience. Um, and I want to introduce them to people that they may have heard about. And um, and maybe even have read and maybe even are, are students of these people. Yeah. Um, but always the idea is, is to bring forward um, some some of their ideas, some of their teachings, some of the things that they work with that that the readers can then take and uh, and turn into gold in their own lives, you know, really help raise their consciousness and, and understand uh, their connection with spirit. For sure. I mean, the tagline deepen your spiritual journey, right? That's right. And so it really is. And it's, you know, and there's such a variety, you know, so so if you've been in Unity for a long time, you know, you're going to find that that deeper material and even some, you know, um, I guess some of the traditional stuff. But if you're new to Unity and don't, you know, fully understand it and you're just really someone out there um, wanting to have a deeper spiritual experience and, like you said, to be introduced to different um, a whole variety of different people that are, are doing spiritual work and um, those leading voices in in the New Thought movement, not just in the unity bubble. Right, right. We have a lot of unity content, um, mm-hmm. and our, our columns and departments are just, you know, filled with good, solid unity content, and many of our features are about 
unity people, you know, profiles of them or excerpts of their book. Um, we have a ton of unity content, but we're not, we don't limit ourselves to only people who are strictly unity. Everything mm-hmm. dovetails with unity teachings, but, yeah. um, but yeah, we, we color outside the line slightly. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm just looking at, I've got my Facebook page open here in the, in the studio in case, you know, so, you know, reminder to our listeners that the phone lines are open, 816-251-3555. Also, if you are friends with me on Facebook, I have posted about this show and you can uh, comment questions or, or anything that you'd like us to um, add to the conversation. But with that, so the, the graphic that I made um, to promote this show has, you know, the, of course, the Nadia Boltz Weber um, issue, as well as Jay Shetty and Evansler, which is the current um, or the new, like the November, December issue. Um, but then Nadia Boltz Weber, you know, not a unity person, you right. know, but certainly a voice in uh, progressive spirituality and um, and someone who I, you know, have followed. Of course, she's, you know, tattooed and, um, you know, but I, I had tattoos before I knew who she was. <laughs> but she was a minister first. And as I, you know, went through seminary, I mean, she was someone who, you know, I turned to and was like, what is she doing? And what, you know, and the people that she was connected to, um, you know, it's just, it's a, there's this progressive voice out there that, you know, and in theology as, you know, so my, my nerdy theology stuff that I've been able to connect with. So it was super cool to me personally that she was put on the cover of Unity Magazine, you know, that we we're able to, you know, invite other people into our conversation and, and therefore participate in, you know, in conversations and really get outside of ourselves. Right, right. I mean, that's how you grow. Yeah. And of course, and, um, I'm a regular columnist uh, for the Spirit of Scripture, and that's where I really get to get my Bible nerd self, <laughs> you know. And you do it so beautifully. Expression. Well, thank you, and, and thank you for asking me to um, to you know participate in that way and to to contribute in that way. It really is an honor, and and it is a growing edge for me. You know, as I'm not really one who has considered myself to be a writer. Um, but I sure love Bible and 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 I love the opportunity that it doesn't always have to be scripture from the Bible that I can use. And I just haven't actually taken it, though. I thought, oh, great. That's great. I can pull from, you know, other sacred texts. And I just haven't yet because there's just so much good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get there. I will get there. But I want to hear what your process is for when. So each issue has a theme, and mm-hmm. um, and then you kind of we kind of you know develop. Of course, the the designers you know go to town on developing you know color schemes and um, you know just visual interest around it. But and a lot of that um, happens after we know who's on the cover as well. So what's yes. your process for choosing the theme and choosing uh, the cover and Q and A feature? Well, I um, I decide on the person before I decide on the theme. So the the theme uh, the theme comes later after we've had our discussion. So that I so that I see you know what what the most interesting parts of the Q and A have been. You know what the most interesting parts of that discussion are, and then I fashion a theme that that works for that. That's the that's the best way to do that. And uh, and as far as who, who I pick, it's it's interesting. It's um, it's it's always divinely inspired. Sure, <laughs> everything is right, whether we're Why? aware of it Shocking. or not. Right, <laughs> it always is. Uh, maybe sometimes, especially when we're not aware of it. But um, but I I try to have a good balance of uh, of all things. I, I try to have a good balance of ethnicities and uh, male and female and straight and gay. Um, 
which is a little more challenging, but we're getting there. Yeah. And, uh, and, and different voices. And I look at who is, uh, who's out there right now who may have just come out with a book or who is soon to be coming out with a book or, you know, has, has been on the national stage for some reason or, you know, is, is, is uh, you know, up and coming even. You know, we've, we've had some people who are, are not necessarily, um, you know, household names but they are uh, well on their way mm-hmm. and their their message is uh, is very timely. So I, I kind of look at those factors and then I often am, am also approached by people, would you be interested in so-and-so or um, or just in my own circles? I know people who are working with people who, who will say, oh, you know, you should think about talking to so-and-so because, you know, they're doing this or they're doing that. So I, I allow all of these uh, pieces of information to kind of filter in and uh, and and it always works out just exactly right. And sometimes people are interested, but they don't have time to be interviewed right now. So mm-hmm. they'll agree to, to go later in the year. So it moves, you know. <laughs> right. I don't always know exactly oh, yeah. who's coming exactly when. <laughs> But it always works out in the most um, perfect way. It's uh, it's uh, I've been here for six years now, and and every time it uh, it never ceases to amaze me how perfectly all the pieces come together. That's awesome. What so what stands out for you just over the years? And that I mean, you're the one that gets to do the Q and A interview with the cover person. So what stands out for you in that process? Um, Are there any interview experiences that stand out for you or um, what can you share with us? Oh, yeah, I've had some great stories. Um, Some of the people we've had on the cover are people I know very well, Um, people that I've worked with before, people whose books I've edited, like Joe Dispenza, Anita Morjani, Christian Northrup, um, or or people I just I just have have known, you know, been friends with in the business for a while, uh, Denise Lynn. Um, and then some of them I, I'm, are, are, are much, much newer to me. <clears throat> and I, I think probably one of the most unique interview experiences I had was with Ram Das. Mm, and yeah. um, I forget which cover. July, August 2017, he was on our cover. So Ram Das lives in Hawaii now, and he doesn't travel. And, uh, and he's had a stroke, and so he has aphasia. So it's, it's difficult for him to speak. And uh, so he prefers when he does interviews, and he doesn't do many of them, to do them via Skype. Because it's easier to uh, to communicate with someone when you're looking at them if they're having trouble talking. Ah, uh, gotcha. So it, it it otherwise if you're just on the phone and they're having a moment, you're not really sure what's going on. So um so that was great. So we so we set it up and it was the first interview I ever did by Skype for the Q and A, and uh, and it was lovely. He's just an amazing person. And uh, and and the part I'll share with you came at the end, uh, you know, I'd gotten through the questions I wanted to ask, our time was up, and, um, and and we did one of those little sort of yogi bows to one another, just a slight little bow, and then at the exact second that happened, this bird started singing outside his window, and he lives in Hawaii, so birds probably sing outside his window sure. all the sure. time, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and his face lit up like he'd never heard birdsong before. Oh. He was so in that moment with that bird singing that song at that minute. Mm. And it was just like this childlike innocence. His face lit up and, uh, and, and he, he so was in it. And then his expression faded just kind of to, as a, faded to a smile and he kind of turned to the side and bam, the connection went dead. Oh, wow. 
So it was such a perfect way to end that. And it was just the Skype connection just, you know, hit a hit a snag. But it was almost like we couldn't have said anything after that. Right. Anything that we would have spoken after that would have diluted that moment. Right. Right. So it's just phenomenal to me how things like that happen. So that was a that was a, a, a really, really great memory that I've got. I love it. I love it. What else? Tell us some more. Well, my first year, we had Wayne Dyer on the cover. And Wayne, of course, oh, has, wow. has yeah. uh, transitioned now. Mm-hmm. But um, and it was the second time in my life I had interviewed him. I had interviewed him once before a couple of years ago. Um, but, you know, he 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 talks to so many people. He probably didn't remember me. But what he said when we started the interview was that he he turns down like 98 percent of uh, interview requests at that point in his life. He just you know he could not do them all. Mm-hmm. But he said to me, but I was not going to turn down unity. And then he told me the story of and of course, he's written about it, too. When he when he got his start as as an author, uh, at least a, a commercial author. He had done some academic writing before. He uh, he went across the country selling. He had self-published his books and was selling them out of the trunk of his car. And to promote the books, he would speak at various places. And, and Unity Churches would always allow him to speak. And he so appreciated that so many of them were so warm and so welcoming. And he never forgot that. And, uh, and so that's why he said to me, there's no way I was going to turn down a request from unity. Ah, I love that. I love that um, expression of appreciation because absolutely unity has been, you know, and still is remains, you know, a really um, dedicated audience for him. Yes. And his absolutely. work. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love, you know, hearing just a little bit about that because there is so much, you know, um, that goes in for every contributor of the magazine. And, you know, and I even know for just my little column, um, you know, the work that we do that goes into that and um, the consciousness, the engagement of our own prayer life. And like you talked about being present, you know, to the songbird, um, all of that comes you know, as part of the process and part of the production, you know, when you think of a magazine production, typically you're thinking more technical, you know, but, and then, you know, so that's, you know, the words come together as fruition of all of that work. And then, you know, the design, of course, is its own artistic process and, um, and unfolding and um, just tapping into that movement of spirit. So it's, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful process that can't be captured fully in any like, you know, work assignments or, you know, marking the dates and checking off the checklist. It's it's, it's just true. so much more than that. And so I just really wanted to illuminate some of that. So thank you for sharing. There, you know, there's some really great things that have come from you and your work here. And so we're going to talk um, after the break about the Walden Awards, which is your brainchild, your baby that you've given birth to and have, um, you know, really lifted unity up into partnership with other New Thought organizations in the process of um, creating the Walden Awards. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but I want to spend a little bit of time you know, talking about, you know, you've received some great accolades, the Folio and Aussie Awards. So first, tell us what those are and why we should care. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the Folio Awards are are probably uh, well they are one of the largest and most prestigious um, awards in the publishing industry. Folio largest and most prestigious. Let's like yes. just emphasize oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> one of the largest. One of one of one of yes yes yes. yes. 
they're they're a pretty big deal and and folio is like the bible of of magazine publishing it's it's the leading magazine and, and now website right because it's not all magazines um for and about the publishing industry so so an award from that organization really means a lot mm-hmm. yeah yes so and we've been finalists for fi- this is our fifth year, our fifth um, year. As, as a finalist yes Yes, which is great. And uh, last year we won one of them for the first time, and and we're hoping next next week. In fact, I'm going to be in New York for the uh, for the gala where they will announce the winners for this year. So I'm crossing my fingers and affirming for the best, and and hope that we'll be able to be a two time winner this year. It's you know it's just so fun you know I mean we love what we do like you said you love your job I love my job I know the designers you know we we love what we do and all the people who contribute you know their you know other feature articles other columnists you know people love being part of Unity Magazine and it's just so fun to be able to be recognized in that way for the work. It it really is it's an it's a tremendous honor and it's it it just it. It's nice. We all love our work and we all appreciate each other, but it's nice uh, to be professionally recognized as well. It, it helps. Uh, it helps make it all worthwhile. And, and we hope it also then brings it to a wider audience. Of course. Yes. And so with that, of course, uh, unitymagazine.org is the website. And if you go to the website, you'll see, you know, right away, $5 off the cover price if you, you know, sign up for a year subscription. Um, and then, of course, there's the digital magazine. Do you want to talk That's a little right. bit about we that? Have, yeah, we've had a digital edition for a while, but we just recently started offering digital-only subscriptions. So for people that don't want to be bothered by print edition, now you can get just digital. Which is really cool. You know, for those who, like, I personally love having the magazine in my hands. Um, but sometimes it's nice to be able to, you know, reference and just flip through. And the new digital format is, it just, it really feels like you're holding a magazine. You know, it's just, it's, um, it does. It really yeah, does. it's not, you know, very, and then you can take it with you wherever you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. So, um, we're going to hold the high watch for you and know that, uh, when you're in New York next week, that, uh, it will be a grand time and a time where you're truly honored. And the, and what does it mean? The folio 100, cause you've been named personally, you've been named to that list. And so what does that mean? Oh yes, they, Folio also has every year they have uh, they have an award called the Folio 100. It's a list of 100 people in the publishing industry um, who who are standouts in the publishing industry. And they also have a second list called Rising Stars, which is for people who are younger. And our art director Haley Cavey has been named to that. Yes. List. So we'll both be honored um, at a luncheon the day after the gala for, for those. Of Love it. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with more. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. And we are back with Katie Coons, Editor-in-Chief of Unity Magazine. And we just uh, ended the first half talking about the Folio and Ozzy Awards that you have. And I wanted to give you another chance to give a quick shout out to Haley Pavey. Yes, our art director, Haley Pavey. Um, was named to Folio's Rising Star list this year, which uh, which is fantastic. This is for people who 
have been in the industry for less than 10 years or, or who are under 30, I believe. And so she was named as one of the rising stars. So there'll be a luncheon the day after the Eddie and Ozzy's uh, gala, where the winners of that contest are going to be announced. The next day, there'll be a luncheon honoring the Folio 100 and honoring the rising stars. So we'll both be there for that as well. And uh, and she does such an amazing job with the magazine. I'm I'm so proud of her and so excited to work with her and so uh, honored to get to work with her. I think she does a great job. You you all do a great job. Yeah. Yeah. She's fantastic. And so exciting to be honored for, for both of you and for the magazine um, in this really fantastic way. So I want to talk about the Walden Awards now because this is, this is something that is new and uh, we've been doing it for two years now going into the third, third year. And um, it was, it really came from your heart and mind. So tell us about it. Well, I um, I think I got the idea after several years ago, um, Oprah announced her Super Soul 100. And um, there's also a publishing company in England called Watkins, and they come out with their Watkins 100 every year. Um, and these are all you know people um, who are, are rather big in the consciousness field, and, uh, and it's their list of the people who are the most important for the year. And so after Oprah came out with hers, I thought, well, why doesn't Unity come out with one? <laughs> she come out I with mean, one? if Oprah can do it. <laughs> I know, really? <laughs> so I had, had that idea kind of rolling around in my head for a while. And um, and when I presented it to the VP of communications at that point, we had a, we had a different CEO. And that CEO had, had, was already going to leave and they were going to be looking for the new CEO. And so the VP said to me, well, let's just wait till we have the new CEO on board. So I said, okay. And we did that. And uh, Jim Blake came on board. And of course, he had to hit the ground running. Oh, yeah. And had a million and one things to um, to do and projects to initiate. And and, uh, and, and Jim had Jim was, had a very busy first year. So I mentioned it to him. He, he liked the idea. But it wasn't until um, uh, 2018 when I brought it up to him again that he, uh, when he after he had a chance to catch his <laughs> breath. <laughs> He said uh, he thought that sounded like a really interesting idea, but he it was his suggestion that instead of just Unity doing it, that we bring in um, other New Thought partner organizations. So we would do it as a as a collaboration, which awesome. makes it into and there's a lot more moving parts to it, but sure. it makes it better. We're better together, right? Stronger absolutely. together. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know that's really been I think one of the strengths that Jim has brought to the vision of his work at here at Unity as CEO is um, that partnership and really reaching out and um, I think you know strength is strength in numbers and also we are better together you know so it's just been really fantastic and so um, so tell us who the partners are so we started out the first year with uh, with unity the Association for Global New Thought Centers for mm-hmm. Spiritual Living which is also Science of Mind mm-hmm. um, Agape International Spiritual Center uh, Michael Beckwith Center out in Los Angeles and the Universal Foundation for Better Living. And then that was our first year, our first group of partners. And then last year, uh, the year that we're just ending up right now, we also brought in the affiliated New Thought Network. And for next year, for 2020, we're bringing in Divine Science. Ah, love it. It's a it's a great group. <laughs> right. And so and so the Walden Awards then are purpose to um, honor people who are empowering spiritual ideas and philosophies, right? Changing lives and making our planet a better place. And so we have categories. 
and I'll I'll put in one other one other thought there. That is absolutely the goal of the awards, um, but it's also to raise the profile of new thought in the general public. Right. Because there are a lot of people out there who don't know what it is or have uh, <laughs> have have. <laughs> Uh, ideas that are a little skewed about what it is. Right. Back to the weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They think it involves crystals. Right. And levitating and, you know, maybe it does. But I was like, uh, wait, it doesn't? <laughs> JK. You didn't get the memo? <laughs> so I've put, for those who are, you know, again, friends with me on Facebook, uh, Jackie Fernandez, um, I, in the comments on the post for this show, I've added the unitymagazine.org link and the waldenawards.com link so that you can easily go to both of these websites. And um, so let's talk about the categories. And then, you know, we have an event for the Walden Awards, right? The summit is the is coming summit. up on Friday, next Friday, the October 25th. And wait, that's this Friday. I said next, right? Oh, well, the next Friday that happens. <laughs> the next Friday that happens. October 25th. And if you're listening after October 25th, it's okay because you will be able to, all of these, um, the summit will be archived and you will be able to hear the interviews with the Walden Award honorees. So don't worry too much about the date. But when you go to WaldenAwards.com, on the right, very top of the page, um, you there's a link to listen to the Walden Summit and you can go right to it. So let's talk about the categories. Sure, we've got, um, and and we've changed them slightly uh, for the second year, and I think this is probably what we'll stay with for a while. One category is, and we have, right now we have three winners, or three honorees, I should say. We, we don't like to call them winners, we like to call them honorees, because um, someone who, who didn't, wasn't honored this year, may be honored next year. And right. uh, so, so there are three honorees in each category, and the first category is New Thought Wisdom. And the second category is interfaith and intercultural understanding. And the third category is social and environmental activism. And then we added new this year, which turned out to be a great category, creative arts and entertainment. And then we have mind, body, connection, and healing. And then our last category is next generation. And that's for people who are under 40. And then in addition to to those six categories, we have uh, we also have lifetime achievement awards, and we have two of those um, this year. So we have a total of twenty people being honored. It's I love these categories. You know, it's just such a, a great way to celebrate the work, the the variety of work um, and ways that people show up in the world doing this important spiritual work. You know, to be able to include the creative arts and entertainment and, of course, the mind-body healing and environmentalism, social action, interfaith, all of it. It's really it feels robust and it feels like it really captures and celebrates the different ways um, and the different paths people take uh, to really engage the conversation of spirituality. Absolutely. And uh, and I should point out, too, that some of our honor, uh, some of our honorees, while they certainly uh, would say that they're part of New Thought. Others wouldn't necessarily identify themselves as mm -hmm. part of the New Thought uh, world, but mm -hmm. but what they're doing, their work in the world, uh, and and the the way that they do it, it's very much in line with New Thought principles. So uh, so that certainly works for us. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's that's you know that's part of you know engaging the oneness, and that you know you you don't have to be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, the, you know, and if we're really, truly, honestly honoring the work, then that, you know, we can get beyond 
um, affiliation and um, into, you know, really honoring the consciousness that's being worked with. Absolutely. So go to WaldenAwards.com and you can read bios on all of the honorees in each category. You see pictures and they're, you know, familiar names, Greg Braden, um, Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams, uh, who I've had great opportunity to listen to speak. She's a dear soul. You know, um, Muzi Cindy, Mitch Horowitz. There's so many, so many names. India Irie under the Creative Arts and Entertainment. You know, and her music, of course, is is amazing. Um, and it she's, is, yeah. you know, she's, you know, on the charts. So, you know, she's not just, you know, a church singer. <laughs> right, right. You and you've done a couple of these interviews for the summit as well. Yeah, I did. I did one. I did one with uh, Reverend Sheila McKeithen, who is um, out of um, Jamaica. And that was fantastic. Yeah, she was on campus for um, the uh, she was here for Fillmore Fest. And she is president of Universal Foundation for Better Living, UFBL, and um, also serves as the spiritual leader of the Universal Center of Truth in Kingston, Jamaica. And oh, my gosh, what? What a woman. I mean, just of strength and spirit. And yeah, so I'm really excited for that interview. We we had a really wonderful conversation. Um, but yeah, I love that. So the partners for the Walden Awards all sort of divvied up uh, the honorees and um, and then took turns, inter- you know, creating the interviews so that we could play them on Unity Online Radio here on this network um, as a summit. And um, do you want to talk about that, how we kind of put that summit together? Yeah, it's going to be eight hours of programming. So it's going to start at noon central time on Friday the 25th. And uh, and there'll be um, most, not all of the honorees um, participated, but almost all of them did. And the summit will go for eight hours, you know, so <laughs> through until, yeah. until eight o'clock. And then... As you said earlier, those interviews are going to be available as downloadable podcasts in the weeks following the summit. So yes. we're going to we're going to roll out I like, think like one program of two interviews at a time over the next couple of weeks so that they will also uh, you can also listen to them at that time and they will as you said be archived. Yes. So people will be able to uh, and and uh, at that point if you go to the Walden Awards page and the bios that you mentioned of each person, we will be adding a link to the bio. So you could, you could go say to India Ari and, and click on the link there to, Oh wait, I'm sorry. She won't be featured in the, I picked the yeah, one I don't, person. I don't think, yeah. The one person. <laughs> Sheila McKeithen. We'll talk about there Sheila McKeithen. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Harvey. He's another one too. <laughs> That's right. So you can click on the link on their bio and it will take you right to, uh, to the podcast where, where they're talking about about their work and uh and it is great we have a, a whole group of different people who did the interviews and that adds a lot of richness and we also have a, a special feature which is an interview that reverend michael bernard beckwith did with ian Levenzant. and so that's our special bonus interview for the summit and that awesome. will be available as well awesome well and i'd love to talk a little bit you know in my very biased i just you know i just presence that um Opinion: The Lifetime Achievement Awards um, this year went to Edwin Gaines and Matthew Fox. And you know, I am a major fan of Matthew Fox. <laughs> you know. I, I've heard that. <laughs> <I think laughs> he was here, you know, he just, I mean, he is 
just amazing and the work that he's done for so long. Um, I, of course, love his work with the cosmic Christ and that, but really all of his, you know, his theology and his just spiritual ideas and his presence in the world has just been so personally inspirational and he is just a divine being. So I'm, you know, thrilled that he was um, honored in this way. And of course, Reverend Edwin Gaines, also the, you know, the queen of prosperity and, uh-huh. um, you know, has done so much uh, where, you know, she has been a speaker and has gone out and, you know, spoken to the masses, but she also has a retreat. Um, and I think she's not doing as many anymore, but she does have one coming up that I've heard word on the street. But the, the, my point about that is that she's done work with smaller groups of leaders, of ministers and of women and, um, to do that, to really do that personal deep dive. So she and she was ordained in 1979. So it's, you know, both of them have been working for so long. So really, you know, have earned that lifetime achievement. Um, And so those, you know, yeah. And of course, um, Matthew Fox published a book with Unity last Mm -hmm. year that was uh, he it was Stations of the Cosmic Christ. And it won two Nautilus Awards for Unity. It was the best of small press. And it was also. Um, I forget which category it was in, but it, it won a uh, gold award in, in its category as well. So I was really proud of that, too. Yeah. And it's a gorgeous book. And there's like a deck of cards that goes with it, too. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. It's really a, a great piece of work. Um, so, you know, this is going to be phenomenal. It's, you know, it's going to be a lot. I can't, you know, um, eight hours of this kind of programming. You know, it's a lot. Cozy. Bring snacks, people. Bring snacks. <laughs> You're going to want snacks and nourishment with with all of this. And again, of course, if you're, you know, unable to listen to all eight hours straight, you'll be able to, you know, tune back in and um, and download the archives and be able to consume it in that way. Um, And, you know, I think what we should really presence, too, is that the nominations for 2020. Yes, they will open uh, at the end of the summit. So uh, we're hoping people will be so inspired by uh, by what they've what they've heard, and that it will kick up some other ideas. Oh, they should have included so and so, or I wonder if they know about so and so. And the the other thing about the awards is that we try to honor um, a mix of people like Matthew Fox and Edwin Gaines, who everybody knows about, but also some names that are not household names that you may not have heard about who have done some amazing work. Um, and so there's a, there's a mix. So we're not going to know all the people who should be honored. We, we can't. So we have opened the, uh, the nominations, or we will open the nominations when the summit is over. And they will stay open until the middle of January. And you can nominate as many people as you want, just one person. You can nominate a, a ton. You can nominate several people in one category. There's, there's no limits on how you, know, how you want to do that. And uh, and it's I want to I want to stress it's not voting it's not like get everybody to to you know dominate right. this one person so they'll they'll get it it doesn't work that way the, the, there's a committee you know our partner committee gets together and makes the decisions but um, but yes people will be able to uh, to nominate whoever they want and we get fantastic ideas from people we're so grateful for the people who send in nominations and send in ideas so uh, so absolutely and I should mention there's one change we are going to make for next year we're going to change the timetable this is just recently decided um this year the awards were announced on first and they were announced online at the walden's page and also in the september october issue of unity magazine which comes out the beginning of august 
and the September issue of Science of My magazine, which also comes out that first week in August. But starting next year, we are going to shift that slightly so that they will be announced the first week of October. So they'll be announced in the September, in the November-December issue of Unity magazine and in the November issue of Science of My magazine. And then the summit will also be in October. So we'll be rolling out everything in October, which we thought actually made a lot more sense. Yeah. So that, so if, if, if you pick up the September-October issue next year, don't think that we've forgotten about it. We have not. We've just made it bigger and better in October. Wonderful. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. You know, um, last year was the first year. And so the inaugural year, you learn things. And, you know, but you know, by the time you've learned things, you've already put the second year in motion. So it really takes, right. you know, until about the third year for it to really become refined. Um, but when you go to WaldenAwards.com, if you scroll all the way down the page, um, you know, past the honorees and the categories, um, you'll get to a button that says view 2018 honorees. And then you can see who, um, who was honored last year. So as you're preparing, and again, like Katie said, anybody can make nominations. So as you're preparing to make nominations, you know, take a look at that 2018 to see who was honored then. I mean, you've got David Lewis Peart, Bishop Carlton Pearson, Oprah, you know, there's, you know, uh, Mirabai Star, you know, so, you know, really take a look at those um, names. Uh, of course, Reverend Kelly Isla, Reverend Rita Marie Johnson, Michael Bernard Beckwith. Take a look at those and... Um, and then, of course, who was honored for 2019, who the current honorees are. And um, and one, I think it'll help you think of other people. And um, and then also, you know, so you aren't renominating people who have been honored already. Right, right, right. So and, and we hope that as many people and you can also come back, right? Like if you make some nominations and then. A month later, you think, oh, wow, why yeah. didn't I nominate this person? Right. Make another one. Because <laughs> through, limited. Right. Through, and through the middle of January, you said, right, which I, yes. that'll be posted um, when the yes. nominations open. You'll, all that information will be there. And um, and so let's talk about the committee that works together to decide who will be honored in the different categories. Um, we have uh, we have people from all organizations, and some of them overlap. For instance, our, our, our very own uh, Reverend Aaron, who works at the Unity Village Chapel. Um, Aaron is a Unity person, but she's also on the board of the Association for Global New Thought. Yeah. So she wears two hats. And then we have people, um, we have uh, Jill Angelo, who I mentioned earlier, is also part of the Committee for Unity. Um, and uh, we have Sheila McKeithen, who was an honoree for this current year, who will be joining um, as a representative of the United Foundation for, uh, yeah, the Universal, sorry, Foundation yeah. for Better Living. Yeah, she'll be coming on uh, along with uh, Reverend Charles, who was uh, on our committee last year. So we, we have a little bit of ebb and flow. And then Divine Science will be new this year. We, um, we will have a member of Divine Science coming on for the first time. And we're really excited about that. We, um, you know, we really want to expand it to, to as many of the major new thought groups as possible. Um, and so, and it's, it's really, really fun to work with so many people who are like-minded, but, uh, but, you know, have, uh, career paths in different organizations. It's, it's a wonderful group and we all get along really well. And, um, and we have so much fun talking about who we're going to honor for the next year when we come together to make the actual selection. Um, I wasn't sure how that was going to go, if we would like not agree, if it would be crazy, but we all seemed to agree pretty well and, and filled in 
some gaps for people who weren't sure who was who or you know why somebody might be appropriate for this year or whatever. So we uh, we we all work together so beautifully, which is always a sign to me that uh, that it is indeed um, you know in in alignment, right, with why yeah. we're here. Right. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, Katie, I think we have a caller. Oh, right. Hey, Louie, do we have a caller? Let's get the caller on the line. Andy, are you on the air? I am. Hello, All Jackie. Right. Long-time listener. <laughs> right. You are a very dedicated listener. <laughs> and... Uh, hi, Katie. I'm a huge Unity Magazine fan. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Andy. And uh, my question is actually, um, well, let me preface with this. I guess I should say that one of my favorite articles, uh, first and foremost, was one written by Jackie Fernandez. <laughs> and, uh, but not, not because the article is so good. It's the art that is amazing that <laughs> just depicts the entire story. I think that was done by... Uh, Laura Carl. One of my other favorite articles, though, is um, uh, the one David Penner wrote and um, was uh, designed, I think, by Mark Szymanski. My question is for you, is there a favorite recent article that you have um, that, let me put it this way, if somebody had never read Unity Magazine before, is there an article that you would put in front of them to simply captivate them? Oh, that's a Great question. That's a good question, and that's a hard one to answer. <laughs> I mean, obviously, besides Jackie Fernandez, Reverend Jackie <laughs> Fernandez's article, and and besides David Penner's article, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, those were both fantastic, fantastic articles. Really and I'll were. I'll give a shout out to Laura as well. Laura, uh, Laura Carl, who is one of our designers, um, has has actually written the story that's going to be in an upcoming issue, which is also a very powerful story. So, so we are blessed to be able to include stories of the people on our team. Um, you know, it's hard to say one that would encapsulate, but um, but I would say that the first one that just jumped into my mind was indeed the cover story with Nadia Bowles Weber. Now, Nadia is oh, not yeah. a Unity person and not necessarily a New Thought person. Her theology is different. But I'll tell you what I loved about that was that, as uh, as Jackie said, she's so progressive, not what people are expecting, really takes you out of your comfort zone, makes you think about what what not just what you believe, but why you believe yeah. what you believe. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the essence of what we're trying to do with the magazine. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a fan of that whole issue. Did you guys get any feedback from that? Because she's so... Um, outrageous in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We we got uh, we got people who said that was fantastic, and we got people who said, "What the heck were you thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, to me, is that's a, a sign of success. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. We want we want to start conversations. <laughs> yes, and get people out of their comfort zones and the question, you know, because I mean, you can fall back on the no press is bad press, but really it's about that that call to really think and and even knowing that you disagree is being in touch with what you think and how you feel and what you believe and and that's okay. It's, you know, diversity is a beautiful beautiful element to have in the world. That's right. 
in the right. unity world, in the new thought world, and in the world world, you know, that to really have diversity of thought and to be able to influence and, and listen to each other, um, you know, as we continue to shape and evolve our own systems of belief. And to be conscious about what you believe yes. um, instead of just, well, I guess that's what my parents told me or that's yeah. what, you know, my spouse told me. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, actually make a decision, mm-hmm. <laughs> make a conscious choice. Well, and I love, you know, how Reverend Paul Hasselbeck always says, well, we're all just making it up anyway, you know, which is like, <laughs> talk about deflating, you know, when you feel like, really feel like you've got everything figured out and then you're like, oh, but what do I actually know? You know, it's all, you know, we're all after, you know, answers of ultimate, you know, questions of ultimate reality. We're, we're looking for the great answers of life and direction and in life and, um, you know, and whatever system we come up with that, that feeds us that it's, but are we doing it consciously and how's that system working for us? You know, is it working against us or is it working for us and, and with us in our lives and are we growing and expanding and in consciousness in and through the system we're working with. So if you don't question your own system, you know, then it's really hard to to evolve and grow with it. Exactly. Even Mother Teresa questioned, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. All of the greats did, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Thank you. And you don't have to go through a dark night of the soul to question. Right. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for that question. Speaking of <laughs> questions. Thanks, Andy. No problem. And, you know, for the name drops. And you know, so Andy works with us here at Unity World Headquarters. He's um, a stellar member of the audio video team. And so you'll, if you see, uh, follow Unity on Facebook at Be Unity, uh, you will see lots of work that he has produced. So thank you, Katie Kuntz, for being here with us today at Voices thank of you, Unity. Jack. It's been fun to talk about Unity Magazine and celebrate the great work and the ways that it is being celebrated in the world. Thank you for your commitment, your dedication, and your vision that you bring to the magazine. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.